0: Down. Speeding, camera rolling. Scene sixteen, take three hundred three. Mark. Welcome to take three hundred three, powered by Fort way Media, the podcast with the guy who knows a lot about film and his friend. I'm Nick Molinari. We're talking film, television, and today we're talking Independence Day. This is our Fourth of July episode. It's a special episode. It's a shorter episode today, and as you can tell, uh, JP Brooks is not in the studio. He is having a family emergency, and we wish him the best during this time. But I am not alone. I am joined by a very special guest today. He is fresh off his YouTube web series where he has over 28,000 views. He is your favorite 69-year-old video gamer because he is probably the only 69-year-old video gamer you know. He plays everything from Halo, Call of Duty, Left 4 Dead, Rainbow Six. And he is here with us today. Please welcome X-Bob.
1: How's it out there, guys? Here I am.
0: And he is also our resident alien expert, which is why we brought him on today, because we're talking Independence Day, a 4th of July movie, but also a movie about aliens, especially with all the alien stuff going on in the news right now. Initial thoughts, what do you think of Independence Day?
1: Great movie, great movie. Randy Quaid was the movie. I love Randy Quaid. Best character actor out there. Uh, The person who played the president, they could have done better on him. He's kind of boring. But Quaid was, you know, never forget that line. Hello, boys. I'm back. I was like, that was, come on. That's classic. I know Will Smith was in it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, you know. But same characters they always play. I mean, you had Judd Hirsch. That was cute as a father. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that guy gets around. Jurassic Park. The fly, Independence Day, it's all over the place. Uh, any favorite scenes? Yeah, when they blow up everything up. Who? <laughs> the aliens, who else? So come you're on. rooting for the aliens? The special effects are great. Remember the Empire State Building getting blown up?
0: <laughs> A lot of the special effects still hold up. They look pretty good today.
1: Yeah, remember all those idiots on top of the roof with the signs saying, come and get us, uh, we love you. And then all of a sudden the beam comes down and white barbecues a whole bunch of the idiots. You know, that was, that was you know, that was a good scene.
0: Well, it was directed by Roland Emmerich. And he did all the movies like uh, 2012, Day After Tomorrow, uh, Soldier.
1: blockbusters, even though the critics didn't care much for him. But,
0: you know, what do they know? Is there anyone that you didn't like in the cast besides Bill Pullman?
1: Oh, yeah. How about that wimpy guy? Uh, the assistant to the president. What's that guy's name? That actor always plays a wimpy character.
0: Uh, James Rayborn. He was the guy in *A uh, Scent of a Woman*. He was the the dean.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's him. See, he plays all these characters. Yeah, he's good character but He plays the weirdest characters. Yeah, he was terrible. You know.
0: Well, you had a lot of other character actors. You had Brett Spiner. Yeah. He played the doctor, and then uh, you have that guy with the the, raz- the raspy voice.
1: The guy with the raspy voice. Alright, you shot David. One in there.
0: Not a Baldwin
1: brother, but you know, cousin of something Baldwin. He was in there. But, there, I mean, really, when you watch these movies, it's amazing how everything makes it the last second. I mean, Goldblum and, and uh, what's it called up there in a the spaceship, the alien spaceship, and they can't detach. They finally detach, and the aliens go running after them. And the ship is closing. It's got a tiny, tiny opening and they just make it, and the alien ships hit the walls and explode, what are the chances of that happening, I mean, you know, it's a little far-fetched, but, oh, there was one good guy too, Robert Lozier, Robert Lozier, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was a good actor, Robert Lozier, when they made the sequel, the poor guy was dead already, so what did they do? They uh, computerized his face on some other characters, which is terrible. I don't know. The guy died. The guy alone. Oh, my God.
0: What did you think of Will Smith not being in the sequel?
1: Well, that's his problem. Probably wanted too much money.
0: That, w- that was the reason. They couldn't See? afford him.
1: They get big heads. Everybody gets a big head. And then his career went down the toilet anyway. This guy stopped slapping people.
0: but he punched the alien in this one. I was laughing because then you think about nowadays with the slap.
1: Oh, yeah, punched the alien, right, yeah. Poor alien was in a bag or something. He punched, started beating the hell out of the alien. Alien didn't have a chance.
0: Uh, I know you brought a few lists with you. Oh, a
1: lot of lists, a lot of lists, right. Oldies and goodies and... Newies and baddies and
0: so can you uh, give us one of your lists so far? We you made a few lists about aliens.
1: <clears throat> oh, the aliens! Oh, the old sci-fi alien classics.
0: Most of these have been
1: remade into crappy movies, but the originals. You people out there that hate black and white, tough. Watch these movies. Well, one is actually called in color. Uh, the day the earth stood still. Michael Rennie, the famous Gort, the robot Gort. That's considered like the top classic. And that was remade. (laughs) Yeah, right. And that was crappy. Then the thing with James Arnes's that was James Arnes's first movie. He played the thing. The thing it was actually the thing from out of space. And that one the thing was actually a plant. Unlike later on with Kurt Russell's thing, there was no plants. There was just some kind of thing that changed like like a chameleon to all other things. And then you have the original War of the Worlds with Gene Barry, the original War of the Worlds. Uh, Earth versus Flying Saucers was never remade, but anything with a flying saucer like Independence Day could be considered Earth versus Flying Saucers. And that was uh, they were built, the Flying Saucers, it was Ray that had to do with that, Flying Saucer. and it was cute. I mean, you've got to remember 1950, so when you watch this movie and you see the Flying Saucers tilting and like that, you know, that's the best they could do There were no computers or anything. And then the last the last classic was in color. Might do all the worlds in color too. The last classic starred a, an actor who becomes really big, Steve McQueen. And that was the original The Blob. See, and then they remade The Blob, except in the remake, it wasn't coming from outer space. The Blob was a, a government experiment. I mean, if you're going to screw up old movies, why not? You know, screw them up completely. Those are, I mean, there's others. Others. You know, old science fiction movie. I mean, you get black and white science fiction movies, like unbelievable. And then, of course, my favorite all-time alien on TV, because not many aliens were on TV, was My Favorite Martian. Isn't that cute? Perfect name for a TV show, My Favorite Martian.
0: Let's uh, talk about aliens in general. Yeah. So I'm guessing you believe that aliens exist? Of course they exist. Now, what, what would you say is, like, proof of their existence? Like, just like all like, these name, UFOs name an being Other than U- UFO sightings.
1: Oh, what do you want? Should so them come out and say hello to you?
0: No, no, no. But, like, are there, like, other signs, like, on the planet that shows that they've visited before or, or exist? That visited us before. Yeah. What about all
1: those big boulder structures that are found in Malta around the world and the pyramids and all that stuff which nobody still knows how any of this stuff was built and what about these structures where they dig into the earth, These, these shelters are in the earth, they go down like four or five stories in the earth and they were built before Christ was born. You could tell me, oh, ancient people built them, and I tell you, go get your head checked because engineers today have said that they can't even do what it was done. You're talking about boulders weighing 50 to 100 tons. Uh uh-uh. uh. And they put everything together without mortar, one boulder on top of the other, a nice fit, like something was melted them together. Sure, they came down. It's probably still coming down, they're probably still here already. I mean, they probably hear the way he knows it. You see them going in the water, you see them coming out of the water, you see them going in the sky. People are filming them all over the place. The government has them on tape. I mean, they're there.
0: But- and there was, a, there was a guy in the news recently who said that he was part of, like, the government programs with aliens and said they definitely exist and we've kept, like, you know, stuff from them.
1: Oh, yeah, Roswell. They got ships. The United, yeah, the United States has alien ships. Don't let them fool you. Do they have alien bodies? That I don't know. I don't know. Are they little, are they little, uh, those little big headed aliens, like close kinds of third kind aliens? Are they big humanoid aliens? Who knows? Never know until you see one. So when they come down, be nice, because they could wipe out this planet in a second. Yes, people, that's right. They do exist and they can wipe us out. It would be funny if all of this is actually aliens, but actually, humans in the future actually go through a time barrier or some shit. Class. History class. Okay, guys. Everybody in a ship. We're going to go back in time. This is how we learn history. Let's go see what's happening. I mean, you don't know.
0: You don't know. But uh, do you think uh, the, the aliens that do exist, do you think that they are future versions of us, like future generations? Or do you think it's another species entirely?
1: Uh, no. I think they made us.
0: So that we're like an experiment. I think they're
1: watching out for us, too. Maybe that's why they're checking out all the nuclear sites and everything. Because I think if man wants to destroy himself, these guys are going to stop it from happening.
0: Do you think there's a movie out there that uh, you think gets it right the most?
1: Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Why? It was based on the facts. Heineken. Uh, Professor Heineken is actually in that movie for a couple of seconds. When the ship lands... He's the guy that comes out of the crowd with his glasses on his famous pipe. He actually wrote the book, Project Blue Book, which documented all alien, you know, people that sighted UFOs, etc. And, you know, he was in that movie. So that movie is based on some facts.
0: All right. So uh, what's another one of your lists that you have for us?
1: Oh, Aliens in Comedy. Yeah, Most of these are basically, well, they're all basically recent there wasn't many comedy aliens in the 50s. In the 50s, all the aliens were bad. So we have uh, Men in Black, of course. you know There's aliens that are on Earth, that do things on Earth, not Earthlings go to another planet. Unlike somebody else's list.
0: My, don't, we don't have to worry about
1: my list. <laughs> that doesn't make some sense, but we'll talk about that. So comedy is Men in Black. And then Critters, those little yum-yum guys, you know. My Stepmother's an Alien, that was with Dan Aykroyd, that was cool. Earth Girls Are Easy, and that movie had, I mean, you had Jeff Goldblum, you had Jim Carrey. I mean, they were young when they did that, that was good. And of course, the classic based on, I mean, how many movies do you know based on, based, uh, What it called? Trading Cards, The Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks is
0: based on trading cards?
1: Yeah. Mars Attacks was a trading card in the 1950s, 60s. <laughs> they were Topps cards. Go on eBay, look up Mars Attacks trading cards, and you'll see the cards. So that movie basically took a lot of those cards and made a movie out of it. And the critics didn't care for it too much, but come on. You got but Jack now, Nicholson. now it's a cult classic. Yeah, it's a cult classic now because it took <laughs> it took people a long time to figure it out. You had uh, Jack Nicholson playing more than one part, and that, that alone... That's worth the money right there, you know?
0: But, yeah. Because he's very stuff. selective with his roles. Huh? Jack Nicholson is very selective with his roles. Yeah, well,
1: not much anymore, because you don't do much anymore. Yeah, so those are the five. You said five on each list. Mm-hmm. So I gave you the old sci-fi classics, the comedies. The only thing I got less of the bad alien movies and the good alien movies. Oh, we got so much to talk about. Why? Yeah,
0: so going back to Independence Day, um, are there any... Are there any bad things about Independence Day?
1: <gasps> a virus. <gasps> you got it. It's a virus. Let's go, computer virus.
0: I'm like. And a virus was used in another movie on your list, no?
1: Virus, uh, virus, 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 virus. Don't look that way. War of the World. Yeah, but the man didn't make. That was not a computer virus. I know, but that it, was the same Earth idea. Disease, yeah. Actually, that makes more sense than the way aliens usually die. You know, you go on another. They come on this on this planet. They're not used to the atmosphere. They haven't been inoculated or vaccinated against anything, and they get sick and they die. So, well, I mean,
0: in Independence, they have made sense because they were using the. Uh the computer virus to break down the the shields, so that way they can hurt Which them. Which they only
1: had it. Well, it was a couple seconds to actually get all the big ships and hit them.
0: And yeah, and then just, get and, the mothership.
1: Everybody did that in a couple seconds. It was like wow, amazing.
0: I mean, I I thought it was funny that like all the characters are related to each other in some way, shape, or form, or that they keep bumping into each other, uh, like how w- movies work. Yeah, like how Will Smith gets picked up by Randy Quaid. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's ex-wife happens to be the president's, you know, second like aide how the, uh, Will Smith's uh okay. girlfriend ends up uh rescuing the the first lady. That's right and
1: her kid in the door, the dog and her kid jump into a doorway when that
0: Big fireball
1: comes right and they didn't, through the tunnel. they
0: didn't close the door and that I know they scene. didn't close the door, that's
1: what I'm saying. But the fireball went right by them. Isn't that amazing? That's some hell of a fireball. i never seen fire do that. It goes right past everybody, and
0: they didn't even get burnt. But- or even that she's running while carrying the kid, and she can outrun the fire.
1: Yeah, well, that's Hollywood, boy. What are you going to do? That's Hollywood. That's how things work. That's why when you watch some of these movies, you take them with a grain of salt. I mean, come on. And that's why classics like The Day the Earth Stood Still actually stands up. Because did they do anything in a split second? Nope. Nothing in a split second. It was all well, well planned. The thing was, I mean, all those five were all well planned. Then they remade them and they screwed up the works.
0: Not that we're talking about the sequel, but uh, really quickly, Independence Day two. Do you think it needed a sequel or that? Nah,
1: nah, that was sucky, sucky. You didn't like
0: it? No. Nah. How come?
1: Cause didn't have a good cast. Spiner's still there. That's right. In the first one, let's see. In the first one, Spiner was like he died. Used. That's right. He was used by the aliens. Against the wall.
0: Well, that's what I was checking when Comes I was back rewatching watching it. Uh, Will Smith died. didn't
1: come back. They had the sun. Oh, the sun grew up in that one. That was a miracle. That little guy got big pretty fast and learned how to fly jets and everything.
0: <laughs> well, it does take place like 20 years later, I think. Yeah, right. 20 years later. Mm. You know, And what happened to
1: uh, Randy Quaid's kids? You know, they weren't in it.
0: I don't know. I liked how they didn't...
1: 20 years later, and what you call was still alive. Judd Hirsch was still alive 20 years later. Even though in the first one, the man was, like, right, in his 60s, so then he's supposed to be in his 80s, and... Nah.
0: I mean, the bigger is that Brett Spiner actually died in the movie, and somehow he's still alive. Yeah. Well,
1: Robert Loggia actually really died, died, in real died in real life when so. he still had him in the movie. So that was... Well, that crazy. happens
0: in a lot of movies. So, um... Overall rating, what would you give Independence Day?
1: What the first one? Yeah. Out of what? How's your rating system?
0: At, well, you've been on the show before, so it's out of five, and you, you got to
1: remember when I'm on the show. Really? Yeah, it's
0: out of five, and you can't do any half stars.
1: So it's got to be one is the good, or bad, and five is the good, and no half stars. So you want me to give Independence Day? I'll give you a four.
0: Why? Because, because of the president. president. but you said you didn't even like the president
1: that's That's right that's why you got a four four. isn't five Five the best best. yeah well Well, that's why I gave you the four I think the speech uh, was really
0: the speech was really good though who the speech he gives
1: that wasn't a speech that was scripted
0: it was too damn long no it was good but I think I think what they what we like politics aside I think we need a president like Bill Pullman's character in, in this
1: oh yeah in today's world, you need a president like that. Our yeah, that or Harrison. Harrison
0: Ford. <laughs> Harrison <laughs> Ford in Air Force One.
1: Yeah, Harrison Ford, see? Yeah, Harrison Ford.
0: So, other than the president, is there anyone that you would uh, replace in this movie?
1: Yeah, the wimpy guy. Robert Lodge goes, and you didn't tell us about this? He says it was on a need to know basis and the president
0: you know. But about. I think his his like character is like necessary for that, like he has to play like that kind of person where it's like, Oh, it's need to know and like nobody asks and you right. uh, plausible so deniability. The, mili- the head
1: of the military doesn't need to know, the president doesn't need to know.
0: Do you think that's how it is in real life?
1: Probably. You think our president knows anything that's going on?
0: Well, certain they said certain presidents were allowed to know about it, but the certain CIA ones don't know.
1: knows. The CIA knows. So basically, the form the senior Bush, he was the head of the CIA before he became president, so he knew a lot. Probably told his son. But presidents have as the CIA. If there's aliens, if they know, you know if they have anything, and the CIA is basically turning around to them and tell them, "Yeah, but we're not telling you anything." <laughs>
0: This episode is brought to you in part by Fortway Media. If you're looking to make a film, a commercial, a music video, maybe get your headshots done, maybe you're getting married, Fortway Media has got your back. It is the only place where you can get all your photos and videos to have that cinematic Hollywood look and at the fastest delivery possible. Visit FortwayMedia.com for more information.
1: I'm gonna go on my other two lists because. Wait, wait just just it's do one exciting podcast. Just do,
0: no, no, just do one list, and then I'll do my review of Independence Day.
1: I mean, your review of Independence Day. What about your picks? You had great picks here. I know. Two of which have nothing to do with aliens coming to the Earth, but you still put them there. Well,
0: I'll go. I'll go through my list because. You made a list of aliens coming to Earth. That's what
1: you said it was about. I I didn't say that at
0: all. Aliens coming to the Earth. I said movies about aliens. Well. So I did a list. I did a list. I'll do my list now. Mm. I did a list. I didn't want to take any from your list. But these are my list of great movies that have aliens in them. And in no particular order, they are Signs. Uh, It was super suspenseful the whole way through. That one jump scare alone sells this movie. A former priest and his family uh, start seeing signs of aliens throughout the world. And it's a paranoia film, a faith film of what do you believe in. Uh, Then we have Arrival, which I think is a really cool movie about aliens that show up. And we have to figure out how to speak to them, how to communicate with them, and figure out what they want. District 9 was a really cool movie. It was nominated for the Oscars about this guy who ends up being infected by an alien and becomes one of his species. And uh, it was a film about like uh, basically like race relations and how we treat uh, other cultures because we were treating the aliens Basically, like, you know, lower class and putting them in the in the impoverished areas and that kind of thing. Then you have The Last Starfighter. Technically. It's not Sh- nothing to do with Earth. Earth. I didn't say it had to do with Earth. Well, they didn't come here. Uh, a kid gets a high score on an arcade video game. And he gets recruited by aliens to fight alongside them and save their planet uh cloverfield one another movie similar to signs where you don't really see the alien until maybe like the ending or like one glimpse of it and it was found footage so i think that's really cool uh it made it more grounded made it more realistic then you have james cameron's avatar which again uh technically is a ripoff of pocahontas but i feel like it's just it's when i think of aliens i think to the avatar movies and then there's Starship Troopers, which is really just like a a fun tongue-in-cheek kind of like uh parody almost of sci-fi movies. And they weren't on Earth either. I never said Earth. When you said it. Well, what planet were they on? I don't remember. You it don't was remember? it was it was their bug planet. It was the bug planet.
1: Mars, Jupiter, Venus outside of that, Andromeda. I mean see? Terrible, terrible. Thank God you got me here.
0: It's very like self-aware uh, when a bunch of kids straight out of high school get recruited for, drafted for the war against these bug aliens. And it's just super funny. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is in it. It's hilarious.
1: All right, so I'm going to go with my good aliens, my five best good alien movies. That's where the aliens were nice, which is unusual for Hollywood to make a movie where the aliens are nice. And who, of course, number one, everybody knows what number one is going to be, Thanks to Spielberg, E.T., home, 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 right. And the second was, hey, Spielberg again. I think Spielberg likes nice aliens. Close accounts of the third kind, All right. And then my next one, this is, kids are going to love this one, the Transformers. But the good Transformers, not the bad ones, the good ones. And the fourth one I put down was Superman. Yes, Superman is an alien, therefore this, it is considered that he's an alien coming to Earth. And the last one was Cretan, in a visit to a small planet. For all you people who have no idea what the hell that is, it's an old Jerry Lewis black and white movie where Jerry Lewis plays a student who decides on the planet, they're learning about Earth, and he decides to take a ship, which is a you know, flying saucer, and come to Earth and see for himself. So when he lands, he thinks he's in the 1860s during the Civil War. So he (laughs) wears his uniform, comes out like somebody in the Civil War, and he ends up going to a plantation where they're having a costume party and then people are dressed like the 1860s, but it's not the 1860s. And through the entire movie, it's hysterical. It's Jerry Lewis. I mean, for you people out there have no idea, Jerry Lewis is. he's the original Nutty Professor. Then I had the bad guys, the bad aliens, and of course, the first one I put on was a movie that tells you it's a bad alien. Alien. I mean, you couldn't get better than that. Somebody finally made a movie called Alien, right. The next one was Predator. I mean, my third one is not Alien vs. Predator, by the way. No, the third one was They Live. Now, They Live is a, car, uh, a carpenter movie, very not many people don't know about this movie, but it's great, where aliens are basically hypnotizing the entire human race to see things that are not there, and then somebody creates these sunglasses, when they put them on, they see the actual aliens and the way things really are. So, that's an that's imaginative, well-written movie, something different. The fourth one was the faculty. As a past teacher, this is the best (laughs) one for teachers, where the teachers become basically the aliens. The aliens take over the teachers. So that was cute. And of course, the students are the ones that have to go after the teachers. So students probably like this movie too, if you hate your teacher. And the fifth one was species. I mean, you couldn't get more alien than this. You know, little girl goes into cocoon, comes out like a mature woman, you know, goes around looking to breed, reproduce, even the aliens reproduce, so, and that was my fifth. Now, back to our host.
0: All right, so my review of Independence Day, I think it's a, a perfect summer blockbuster. I think it's really fun, all the actors play their parts very well, and I think all around I don't have, like, many gripes with it other than maybe the technology the cgi doesn't hold up as much i mean overall pretty well but there are like a lot of shots that don't really work for today but i think i'm gonna give it a five out of five <laughs> if aliens did come down what are you going to do that damn thing what do you want me to do i don't know like what would your reaction be they finally
1: made it. Well, hey, they finally did. They made contact. But, like, would you panic? Now the question would is, you? why did they make contact is the next question.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, would you panic? Would you get paranoid? That kind of thing?
1: No, it's not worth it. And panicking going to change anything? People never understand that they panic and they go paranoid. And what it accomplishes? Nothing. They probably dropped out of a stroke or something from the stress. So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Would you
0: want to get beamed up?
1: Oh, yeah, they can beat me up anytime.
0: Thank you guys for joining us for this shorter but special episode of Take 303, powered by Fort Way Media. The poll for this episode is, should Will Smith have slapped the alien instead of punched the alien? The Q&A question for this episode is, what is your favorite 4th of July movie? Thank you, X-Bob, for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Will, you want to return for another episode? I'll be back. That's good. All right, guys, have a good one. Take care, troops.